Hello again, it's Maeve Higgins here, host of My Best Breakup. You know, the show that makes people relive those painful moments in their lives, the ones they'd rather forget. JK, that means just kidding. These breakups are never easy, sure, but there's a reason we talk about them. It's because sometimes the best beginnings start with an ending. And my guests are all willing participants, I swear. For this special bonus episode, I'm talking to Phoebe Judge. I was completely starstruck when I heard her voice in the studio because I know her as the host of the podcast Criminal and This Is Love. She's incredible. If you haven't already listened to This Is Love, you totally should. But here's what you need to know about it. Each episode follows a love story. Some of them are about romantic love, like the one about Martine Rothblatt, who's trying to help her wife Bina live forever through a robot but others are not really that romantic in a traditional way. There's one about this woman who helps a baby whale. I thought about that one forever. And for me, the show has really expanded my view of the traditional love story. And since we talk so much about the end of love on this show, I was curious to hear how telling stories about love has affected Phoebe's ideas about relationships. What we knew is that we didn't want to do the regular, we didn't want to make a show about love that was going to be full of your typical love stories. I think it was really important to all of us to find stories in that first season that surprised. And, you know, it's why in that first season we have our second episode of of the show ever was about a whale. You know, we just, we were really interested in, in when the listener turned on the show for them not knowing what was coming um, and maybe it would take till the end to them for them to kind of say, oh, of course, that's a love story. I didn't know. I didn't know how it was going to start out. But at the end of it, yes, that's a love story. I read that your your second name is Valentine. Like, has that informed your like, has it made you a romantic person? Has it made you like, do you think about Valentine? Like, do you think it's changed, you know, who you are at all? Well, I think it's funny that I have a show about crime and my last name is Judge. And then there's another <laughs> show about love. And my middle name is Valentine. You know, the funny thing about Valentine, when I, my mother's name is Valentine. And so when I was growing up, Valentine's Day in my house was just, it was never about romantic love. It was, mm-hmm. it was the day that kind of celebrated my mother because her name was Valentine and I'm Phoebe Valentine. And so we would always get presents. And my mother would always leave. We'd come downstairs and there'd be presents and there'd be more, you know, mm-hmm. there'd be a box of chocolate and there would be a card. And on that card, I'd always say Phoebe Valentine. And maybe I would get one other little extra thing because I was a Valentine. But in my mind, Valentine's Day and Valentine doesn't mean romance. It does mean mm-hmm. love and it, familial love to me because it my mother's name. And so maybe that's why this is a good show for someone with a middle name Valentine who doesn't necessarily associate Valentine with with the love you have for your partner, but rather just the love you have for everything else. Hmm. This is love. You know, it's sort of like my best breakup in a way, because on this show, we talk about breaking up with n- not just romantic partners, although that we do talk about that with some some guests. But it's breaking up with ideas and things and places. I kind of thought about how expansive love can be and how expansive breakups can be too. So I wanted to ask, what have you learned about love stories from telling all of these different types of stories? You know, it gives you great hope. I mean, it gives you great hope in, in kind of humanity and in mm-hmm. your experiences relation, related to everyone else. And I think what 
we've learned doing these stories is it's kind of this people say, please stop making me cry. You know, that's what we hear all the time. <laughs> They're crying on the subway. I'm crying. That's not our goal. Our goal is I know. I mean, that would be a cheap <laughs> trick if we were just trying to make people cry. But I think what I feel after doing these stories is the overwhelming idea that it's going to be okay. And I don't know what that means. I don't know what okay means, mm-hmm. but I feel like it is going to be okay. And that's what I think we're trying to do is we're trying to create a moment for someone to have an experience maybe with something they never thought that they could actually feel connected to, a whale in California or Mm -hmm. a Laotian man traveling far away from his family, you know, things that, Mm -hmm. but you do feel connected. And after the end of these stories, I hope people just to walk away saying, okay, it's going to be okay. And I've had a moment now to experience something that... I may never experience again, but I relate in some way. Yeah, it's the crying on the subway. Definitely. Yeah, I could I could get that from <laughs> from this is love. And there there are these elements of pain, I think, to these love stories. And, you know, we talk about breakers in this show and that's often painful. And why do you think that we're drawn to love in the first place when there is a chance of of a breakup or of some pain, you know, we love something, we lose it. That's inevitable. So then why do we why do we love it then? I mean, I think it's for the same reason we love crime, because these are things Mm. that we could so easily be pulled into. You know, we could have a breakup. Mm. These are experiences. We could become a criminal and we're kind of constantly (laughs) trying to protect ourselves from from those things. Bad breakups, becoming criminals, doing things that are wrong (laughs) or evil or bad. But we're, of course, very intrigued because we know at any moment with a wrong turn, there we are. And so I think that, you know, that's why we're pulled to these stories. I think that one of the things I feel in hearing some of these stories and these terrible things that have happened, it just makes me um, makes me so thankful. It makes me so thankful <laughs> for where I am or, you know, I'm okay. You know, sometimes I think that, you know, you hear these stories and then you think, well, I could be having a bad day or I could be thinking things yeah. are really wrong. But that's not, you know, that at least I'm not that guy. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, you know, that's a... But, you know, I think that and I think we're always interested in in the things that could happen to us. And maybe that's self-protection because we want to be aware of of how we should be ready to for that fight if it does happen. Um, Hmm. I think we're just intrigued by the things that haven't happened to us yet, but at any moment could. Yeah. Has your understanding of love changed, you know, from, say, season one to season two? It seems like you've got a lot more unconventional love stories planned for that one, too. Yeah, I think that we are expand. This season two is a little, it's a little wilder. I, I like to say yeah. that um, season one. I don't know. I I say, I say after criminal four years later, five years later, I'm more confused about the criminal justice system than I was before mm. we started the show. In terms of love, I don't think I'm more confused about love. I think I'm more certain about the types of love that are forever. You know, I I think that. There are types of love that are not fleeting and that stay with you. And I'm really interested in those types of love. And that doesn't just mean romantic love. I think that means quiet love, personal love that you feel towards things. I'm really interested in that. Do you know and like examples of that? Like what type of love is forever? Well, I think you can love work. This is going to be a Are you ready for a random list? Yeah. Work. Hobby. Children, Mm -hmm. parents, 
place. <laughs> Those are things that I think are forever. I don't think you fall out of love with a place. Um, oh, I don't. Yeah. You know, I think you keep it with you. I don't think you fall out of love with the work that you're meant to do. Um, I don't think I will. I don't think you certainly don't fall out of love with your I, I don't know. How do you fall out of love with your parents? Do people fall out of love with their parents? I think people fall out of love with who their parents are. I think if, if you have good ones, then, and I, I have been, if anything, then I've gotten, I've fallen more in love with them as time goes on. Yeah, or what it, what it means and what they do, what parents have mm-hmm. done for you, I think. And also children. I mean, you nieces and nephews and sons and daughters. I mean, that mm-hmm. to me feels like that's... That's a no-brainer, you know. Um, so I think, I don't know, romantic love, I've, I've, I think you're, you find the right person. And I also think it's possible that you can find the right person and you can know. And I think that's also very lucky. Phoebe, thank you so much. It was so good to talk to you. Oh, I'm so happy to speak with you. Thank you for having me on. Wow. I know I often think about what I could possibly love forever, what I would never break up with. And I totally agree with Phoebe on this point. Falling in love with your work could be that forever love, especially if that work for me is making podcasts with my friends. Thank you so much to Phoebe Valentine Judge for joining me. Be sure to check out her show, This Is Love, on your favorite podcast app. The second season is available now. If you enjoyed this bonus episode, make sure you're caught up on all of our episodes of My Best Breakup. You can find the show at applepodcast.com slash breakup or wherever you like to listen. 